The top five at five. Some of the flooding you're going to see in areas hundreds of miles from where this made landfall are going to set records. Hurricane Ian picking up steam after leaving Florida, headed for the South Carolina coast today. A suspect has been arrested after allegedly stabbing a longtime FDNY EMT in Astoria yesterday. An upstate federal judge is expressing doubt about the constitutionality of several parts of New York's recent gun law after hearing arguments over whether to block its enforcement. Ginny Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, is doubling down on her claims that the 2020 election was stolen. The boss, Bruce Springsteen, is coming out with a new album in November of soul music covers. Some of the flooding you're going to see in areas hundreds of miles from where this made landfall are going to set records. Well, Hurricane Ian has regained some strength after exiting Florida and taking aim at South Carolina. The National Hurricane Center said the storm spent only a few hours as a weakened tropical storm over Florida before it spun up into a Category 1 hurricane yesterday in the Atlantic Ocean. Rescue crews were wading through water and using boats to rescue Florida residents stranded in the wake of Hurricane Ian. Here's Lee County Sheriff Carmine Maceno on Good Morning America. It is heart-wrenching. I will tell you that we have made some rescues through waterways uh, and some we're not able to access. We have thousands of calls on 911 that are prioritized and we're answering as we speak. The Orange County Fire Department posted photos of crews in a flooded neighborhood in the Orlando area. At least four people in Florida were confirmed dead on the state's eastern coast. Forecasters have issued a hurricane warning for coastal South Carolina and southeastern North Carolina ahead of another landfall today. Well, a suspect is in custody in connection with the deadly stabbing of a 61-year-old FDNY EMT in Astoria. Here's 77 WABC's Bob Brown. Police say it happened near the intersection of 20th Avenue and Steinway Street, right outside her station. She was reportedly on her way to get food when the suspect suddenly came up from behind and stabbed her in the neck. Fire Commissioner Laura Cavanaugh. 2.20 p.m. today, Lieutenant Allison Russo was on duty at Station 49. While outside her station, she was stabbed multiple times in a barbaric and completely unprovoked attack. Police say the suspect fled the scene, barricading himself in his residence, but was eventually taken into custody. Russo was also a first responder on 9-11. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early Morning News. Well, Mayor Eric Adams also spoke about Russo. Our hearts go out to the family, our colleagues in the city of New York. We lost one of our heroes. She provided a service in the city for over... 24 years. Russo, a Long Island resident and 25-year vet of the FDNY, is survived by her daughter and her parents. Well, a lawyer challenging provisions of New York's new gun law argued that the state restricts people from carrying weapons in too many places. The argument was made during a hearing Thursday before Judge Glenn Sedeby in Syracuse as he decides whether to temporarily order a hold on provisions of the law while a federal challenge to its constitutionality Continues, Governor Kathy Hochul and fellow Democrats in the legislature approved the law this summer. This is a moment of reckoning for us as New Yorkers and as Americans. So no 18-year-old can walk in on their birthday and walk out with an AR-15. Those days are over. Well, that was shortly after the U.S. Supreme Court struck down a state law that said people had to demonstrate an unusual threat to their safety to get a license to carry a handgun outside their homes. 
The lawsuit is also challenging training requirements for new concealed carry applicants that requires them to turn over a list of former and current social media accounts for the last three years. New York is among a half dozen states that had provisions of their gun laws invalidated by the Supreme Court. Well, Virginia Ginny Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, has stood by the false claim that the 2020 election was fraudulent during an interview with the House panel investigating the January 6th insurrection or I should say riot. That is according to Representative Benny Thompson, the panel's Democratic chairman. The committee has for months sought an an interview with Thomas in an effort to know more about her role in trying to help former President Donald Trump to overturn his election defeat. She texted with White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows and contacted lawmakers in Arizona and Wisconsin after the election. She refused to answer reporter questions after the interview. Ms. Thomas, why do you feel like you need to speak to the committee to clear your name? Thank you for being here. Did you speak with your husband about your beliefs of the election being stolen? Thank you for your question. I look forward to answering members. Thomas's attorney says his client was solely focused on ensuing reports of voter fraud and irregularities were investigated. However, according to people familiar with the matter, she did not provide any evidence or specific reasoning to back up her belief. Well, the boss is still putting in some work. Bruce Springsteen is taking on the work of Four Tops, Temptations, Supremes, and other soul legends for a covers album that's coming out on November. The 15th song disc features two duets with singer Sam Moore. Springsteen explained that he wanted to make an album where, quote, I just sang. Those who have been seen his live shows know he'll frequently pull out a soul cover or two, particularly on the encore. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.